Hey everyone, this is Austin, welcoming you back to another episode of Any Beer Geeks, a show dedicated to the beauty that is New England beer. And this is Matt, and today we're going to be talking about our journey through Newburyport. Massachusetts. Massachusetts. <laughs> We've been talking about this Riverwalk IPA 5K series that's been happening. I had gone back in the late spring, and my wife ran it. Uh, since then, the second one has happened, which was on August 19th. Uh, this is now, we're recording, it's like early September. And although we did not run this one, uh, actually, my co-host Matt did. He did this time. He showed up. He didn't punk out and stay at home, blame it on any excuses this time. So he did run, and that gave us the opportunity to hit up Riverwalk Brewing and actually kind of stick around for a little while, unlike last time. Yeah, we had this planned brewing actually from the beginning. <laughs> brewing, no pun intended. Oh, um, no. <laughs> you have to cut that. <laughs> <laughs> this plan had been brewing since that first race that we had talked about when we signed up. We were really gung-ho about the fact that we'd be going to Newburyport. The race is going to be happening at Riverwalk Brewing. We'd be able to check that place out after the race. Then we could head over to Newburyport Brewing Company, check that place out, do a little mini tour of Newburyport and what they have to offer. That was that was a big part of the excitement for that. That was the game plan. So yeah. we finally made it happen. We said, all right, we're going to meet up. We're going to, you finish the race. We'll do Riverwalk. We actually went and got lunch somewhere. And then we headed over to Newburyport Brewing. So it was a good comparison of the two. We got to like hit one up and hit the other in the same day. So let's start off with uh, talking about Riverwalk since we were there actually pretty early. I want to say we, I showed up around 11, but you guys, the race was at 10. Am I right? Yeah, the race started, uh, I think it started at 9. It was the at 9, it at nine, finished But we got there at 8. <laughs> you know, the place <laughs> obviously didn't open until after the race was done. But the, the taproom opened right as the race ended. So that was pretty cool that we were able to finish running and it was still morning but you know you're thirsty it's starting to get hot there was a nice sea breeze coming off the coast so it actually didn't get super hot but it was sunny and you just ran ran a race so um, we definitely went in first thing we did was grab a beer and i think i talked briefly before about where riverwalk is at you're not actually in downtown newburyport you're outside a little bit so it is a pretty like flat open semi-industrial park area um, there's still a lot of like grass and fields around, but it, it, it's pretty flat and sunny. So even though it was early, I mean, you're getting baked in the sun. It was a good sunny day. It wasn't terrible though. You guys actually got a pretty good day for a run. No, oh, yeah, it was perfect for running. But I didn't have to hold any jackets, so right. I'm okay with that. I showed up. I no rain. No rain. Perfect weather. <laughs> um, so Riverwalk was just opening up. By the time I got there, I think most of the race crowd, I want I don't want to say they left, but like the people that weren't going to be sticking around at the brewery all day had pretty much faded out. So we got to check it out and there was like a, I was pretty surprised. I didn't realize how much outdoor space there was. So there's the big, you walk into the brewery, there's the big usual like industrial interior space, really tall ceilings, all that. But out back, they had a, a couple set of doors that led out to what was basically their quote beer garden. But out there was great. They had a ton of picnic tables. They had two sets of, of um, bag boards. So what would you call that? Um, Why are we retarded? Cornhole. Cornhole. <laughs> so they I had. To say bag. <laughs> I was gonna say two bag toss. Nobody calls it bag toss. They had two sets of cornhole. 
boards. Um, I think they had a few other things out there too, right? Yeah, I can't remember. But they, they had like even garden beds and yeah, like hop yeah. vines going up. I got to say that the hop vines are pretty weak from someone else who is a hop grower. And I say that very tongue in cheek because my I have one hop vine that has maybe enough beer for like four ounces. For... Yeah, <laughs> enough enough hops for like four ounces of beer. Uh, theirs was even weaker though, and they're a brewery. Come on, guys. Yeah, they weren't even half halfway up those. No, cars. it was sad. Yeah, was but sad. I mean, they just opened. I think they just opened. So uh, doing a little bit of research on the place, it looks like they just opened in December or late late in the year 2017 so that tap room is like almost brand new really yeah wow um and i i don't know i i wasn't able to to figure this out exactly but i think that the brewery space as well is new it looks for the same amount of time i mean it, it, everything's still like really clean and yeah and still I, shiny. I one thing that i i thought of when after the race was done we were heading into the tap room the entry to the tap room I thought it was really cool, and it actually, it, it, it it's funny how they talk about Riverwalk Brewing, you know, the name is Riverwalk, and when you think of that, you think of kind of those wooden, raised platform kind of boardwalks that go along the river, like think Mystic River, yeah, like you get yeah. some of those those pieces when you're walking near Assembly Row, and you can go out into those like balconies, yeah. right, so it's somewhat like that, like a boardwalk almost, but along the river, and it, it almost evoked that in that little like yeah, alleyway that they yeah. had set up because yeah. they had the half walls where you could look into the brewing space. But it was very clear that you were meant to be walking along the outside edge of that brewing space. Yeah. And they had these, it, they were actually really nice little half walls that were made out of wood. Yeah. So it just, it felt like you were like walking along the edge. So, so what Matt's referring to is uh, when you, when you approach the brewery from the parking lot, uh, you go, you go in the front door and you're immediately in the brewing space. You're not in their tap room. You walk in and all of the equipment's off to the side. They got all their stacks of like cans ready to get shipped out. And it's just, you're in this massive, like, it's like half the size of a football field. But then there's this little cordoned off alleyway on the left-hand side for you to walk along. And it's like, okay, you skirt the edge of their brewing space in a river walk, as Matt's referring to. And then you enter into the actual tap room in the back. So it's pretty cool to like uh, force you to go through that space first. And it's, yeah. and it's cool. I mean, it's really big. It's all the stuff's in there. Yeah, I'm sure it'd be really cool to go in while they're like producing. That'd be yeah, cool. we've, but, we've be been there on Sundays. So they're always kind of like that space is dead. Right. It's just the tap room. So yeah, it'd be cool to see them actually in action. Yeah. Uh, so the in the tap room itself... The other cool thing they had going on, they had a bunch of arcade games in there. So people, they're all the old ones though, like really old ones. They had like the original Rampage. They had, uh, what'd you play? Uh, Centipede? Yeah. You played like the, right, the original Centipede. Like they the, had Pac-Man, obviously. Did they too. have Pac-Man? And they had a few pinball machines too, I think. Yeah, yeah, a couple of pinball machines. And I think they had like Street Fighter, like one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that was, that was cool. There's a bunch of board games hanging out too. Uh, and I think there was a little bit of a, a cordoned off area if you wanted to do like an event there. You could actually yeah, I think have so. space for like a private room. It didn't look huge, but let's talk about the beer though. What do you think about all the different, what they have going on? Their flagship, everything is the Riverwalk IPA. That's what this is, the Riverwalk IPA 5K. Right, and that was that was the only one that I think, just trying to remember back, I think that's the only beer I've seen in stores. So leading up to this, I hadn't, I mean, I had been looking out for it a little bit because I knew the race was coming up, but that was the one that I, I really had only noticed specifically in stores before going. 
So that was what I associated Riverwalk with, was that Riverwalk IPA. The first thing I did when I walked in, there was a big line of all the runners, and on your bib, you got the free beer ticket um, that you just tear off the bottom. And so we're in that line, you know, just waiting, waiting, getting thirstier, getting thirstier. <laughs> but we finally got to the bar, and I actually, I opted for uh, a New England Pale Ale to, to kick it off, just I didn't want to go too hoppy right right off the bat i was trying to go more refreshing to start and i went with ricky the dragon which i actually thought was really good but they they had a good mix of of pale ales ipas um i believe there was an esb right i I think there was an esb yeah i i so i when i showed up i got uncle bob's english bitter and that was like a four and a half percent really dark malty little burnt kind of tasting but in a good way Right. And it was like nice and light. It was perfect for like that, like getting warm kind of su- summer morning time. I was, it, it, again, it was like 11 a.m. Mm-hmm. So that was an awesome beer. And I was really happy that was on the menu. Yeah, it was, they did a good job of, of providing just enough variety. And again, it, timing wise, um, it wasn't the classic, like you're going in on a Thursday night to a tap room kind of thing. It was a Sunday morning after a race. So right. my tastes for beer were a little bit different. I wanted yeah. something super refreshing. So I wasn't looking for that stout or looking for something that was a little bit more unique than, than just... Yeah, no double beer. IPAs first thing in the morning? No. Yeah, exactly. Especially, <laughs> I also, I was the one that drove. So we needed to make sure that we were doing things... That was the other way. part of this. I mean, we did. We were going to have to drive a couple times throughout the day. So we were like, all right, let's pace ourselves a little bit. Yeah. But in the space, there's really also only the the main bar. They do have food. We didn't get to really have any. I think we were there too early. They didn't start putting it out till we were about ready to leave. Hmm. Um, but they did. It, the space happens to be next to a rock climbing gym, and uh, I guess they do a collaboration with them where, like, on Tuesdays or something, if you go rock climbing, you can like find burrito tokens and bring them over and get like free burritos at the brewery. Uh, and as, while we were there, you smell like all of a sudden the bacon smell kicked up. So we we were like, oh, maybe we shouldn't leave. <laughs> that was when we were out on the back. Right? Yeah, we were ready. We were like, oh, I guess we should go find some lunch. And we're hmm, <laughs> smell <laughs> bacon. <laughs> and and then the last piece that we were, took a look at, which you actually picked something up, was the merchandise. Mm-hmm. Um, so to talk about like their logo and stuff real quick. Their logo is pretty basic. It's, I mean. Yeah, I, it's it's, it is, it's, it's simple, um, and it, it actually, I like it because I think it's clean. They're not trying to do too much with it. I like it. It's not like, you know, like when we talked about Bone Up last time, that one, you just were like, oh, I love that logo. Like it yeah. just, it, something attracted you to it, right? This one's a little bit more clean, a little bit more, not, not so edgy, right? So it just, it really works well when it comes to putting merch together, but doesn't really evoke like oh great yeah it's nothing like super cool i mean it's just like a simple like hop cone some little like water on the bottom to make it look like a river yeah but the merch itself that they had was a pretty limited selection although you did pick up a hoodie there that was actually really nice it was like a high-tech sport hoodie yeah and i I, if you think of like an under armor yeah if you went to the sports authority or wherever you dick sporting goods or whatever and you go in and grab an Under Armour sweatshirt, like the high-performance sweatshirt, that's kind of what it looked like. I was not expecting that. When, when my girlfriend was looking for a hoodie, because it was getting, it was just breezy, and we were like just sitting down and starting to drink, so it started getting a little chilly again. So she was looking for a hoodie just to, to you know, keep warm until the sun really started beating down. And she's like, I'm going to grab a, a sweatshirt. 
I'm like, all right, whatever. And then I found out after that it, you know, it was more expensive because it was a high tech shirt. It is really nice. But it was not. I was wearing it the other day. Yeah, it's it was really just, nice. It's so nice. <laughs> so that that was cool. It was nice to see not only merch that is like, oh, you know, I I could see myself wearing that, but also nice, you know, nice quality stuff. Yeah, not it wasn't just, just like a branded a generic hat or generic T-shirt, right? It was like a, a nice piece of gear. Yeah. So it was worth the investment, to be honest. It was it was a little bit more than I would expect to pay, but because it was higher quality, I'm probably going to have it for a long time. Yeah. So. I want to run through the score real quick then for Riverwalk. For me, I, I, I'm going to give my scores first, and then you can go. Mm-hmm. For, for beer, I gave them a four out of five. I really like seeing all the different styles they had. They were doing, I thought, a really good job to not just have the typical four. The fact that I could get a... English bitter, and last time I had a, a pretty good stout that was on the lower ABV side. Uh, they did a lager. That's what the wife had, but I stole a few sips of that too. So that was, that was pretty good. <laughs> um, and the beers were actually really good. Like the English bitter was pretty good. It wasn't knock my socks off, but it was it was good enough. And then on the space, I'd give them a four there too. I mean, it, it wasn't like exceptionally well like designed or styled in any special way, but they had a lot of space. The outdoor was awesome. They had games going. It, it seemed like a good time and a good vibe. And I think if I was there at night, I would have a, a different opinion of it, like probably even a stronger opinion. But being there on a Sunday morning, it was pretty cool. I mean, it was pretty good for after a race. So I'm I'm imagining it would only get better. And then service and food, again, we didn't get to really eat any. We were there a little too early. But the, the service, they had a good amount of bartenders for their space. They probably had like five guys on there and they're doing a heck of a job just like getting people what they wanted the, and then the last piece would be the merchandise i was only going to give them a two just because it, it was a little on the weaker side like their logo doesn't make me want to write home about it. i don't want something with their logo on it because it's not like yo this is super cool and they just didn't have that much stuff so overall for me i'm giving them a 13 where did you rank them at matt i'm i'm higher than you which is typically the case <laughs> um so i agreed with the your first one for the beer variety quality i, I gave them a four it was a nice long list you you really depending on what you wanted you could really find something that fit your your tastes or your needs at the time for uh space atmosphere i actually gave it a five um it, the, and I, I think that's a product of the race being there you know like Go in there on any other Sunday morning, how many people are going to be there compared right. to how many were there. That place was full when we were there. Like, we had our time yeah. finding a picnic table when we first got there, which is, I mean, there was a lot of picnic tables. There was a lot of people there. There was people sitting on the grass out in, on, in the back. There's like a little hill. They were sitting back there. So the the space was just jammed. There was had tons of people. It was really buzzing. It was like a good atmosphere. And everybody, you know, had been running and having a good time. So it was really a positive atmosphere, which was really nice. Um, and then, like you said, the arcade games was cool to just be part. And, I mean, we played them just to say we played them. Yeah, which really. It, I, if, <laughs> honestly, if I was there, like I said before, like if I was there on a Thursday night, I probably would have played pinball for like 10, 15 minutes, you know, yeah, if it yeah. was open. Yep. Because that would have been something to like do while you're there because the event is going. But because the event was the running and then kind of you were there after, uh, we kind of played, but we didn't really. We were kind of on our way out. So I gave him a five on that. I just, I, it was way beyond what I was thinking was going to be there. And it was just super enjoyable. Like I enjoyed the shit out of it. In terms of the service food piece, I, I actually gave him a four for that too. 
the staff was super friendly. I, you mentioned they had enough, so they had plenty of bartenders. There was really not, I mean, aside from that first line to get your free beer, which I actually think we, if people were paying attention and not all talking to their friends and stuff, you know, you just kind of like sheep, you know, you kind of get in, a, if you see a line, you get in it, right? So <laughs> you just kind of got in the line. But by the time we got near the front, I looked around and we could have just walked around and gone to a different bartender and given them my beer. I don't think that one guy was the only guy taking beer tickets. So, you know, there was a line for that, but otherwise there was never a wait. Did you go up to the bar and have to wait at all? I mean, aside from like maybe one group. The only thing I had to wait for were glasses. Oh. When I went up for our beers, they had, because there were so many people there for the race, they had like burned through all their glassware. Right. And they Uh, were hot. And so they were hot. So they were like, uh, you don't want a hot glass. Here's a plastic cup. Which is fine, because I thought we were outside. I mean, usually a lot of places make you do that anyway, just take it outside right. for safety or whatever. Yeah, so I, I didn't experience that. I, I don't know. I just I felt like they were above that expectation of, like, they were more friendly than I thought for that many people being in there. They were still, like, you know, just, like, kind of joyous. I don't know. It was weird. They were they were really happy and bubbly. Um, joyous. Joyous. I was going to say jubilant. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but I don't think that fits. <laughs> That's a little um, much. And then from a merch standpoint, I give them a three. I didn't see a reason to go below that. I mean, the logo, I, I understand what you're getting at, but I'm fine with it being on the sweatshirt at the same time. So because of the quality, yeah. uh, it makes up for the fact that um, it's not necessarily something I'd go grab a hat you know, and want to wear that around everywhere. So I gave them a three. So my total is 16. All right. So I, pretty high high total there so what's the average 14 and a half yeah something like that yeah cool. all right so we, that, that's a good number yeah yeah that's fine 14 and a half is pretty good so after we finished up at riverwalk we actually went and ate lunch somewhere else and uh tried to keep our palate or cleanse our palate we tried to cleanse our palate um before heading over to newburyport brewing which was actually where'd we go for lunch what was the name of that place uh, for lunch, we went to Sea Level Oyster Bar, which actually had a pretty good beer list, too. I know we're not really talking about restaurants, but for a restaurant, they had a pretty solid, like, New England craft beer list. Uh, yeah, so it did. was tempting to not drink more there. before going to another brewery. Yeah, and I made the decision. I think you did, too, right? You yeah. didn't drink there. Nah, we both, because we knew we had to, like, get right back in the car. Yeah, and that that was tough because it was so nice out, and we were sitting yeah. out on the porch. Yeah, or the porch. We're sitting out on the back deck. You know, we had people walking by. There's a there was a, um, a really nice park right there. You could see the water. It was really cool, and I would have gladly drank there all day. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. That was it, good. Yeah. And Newburyport Brewing is back in kind of the same vicinity as Riverwalk Brewing. Um, so they're not totally linked to downtown. They're a little ways out. If you had a bike or something, you could easily bike from one to the other but in terms of like parking once and then spending the day walking around shopping hitting breweries not really doable that way you got to kind of drive between the breweries in downtown but i mean like i was saying the restaurants have really good beer lists anyway yeah and i think you can't look at it and this is just from our experience at least you can't look at it the same way you'd look at like portsmouth or something like that or portland right you can't go down like you said park in one spot and really get access to both breweries and restaurants and all the shopping yeah. and stuff um which you might find more frequently in those bigger coastal towns or cities it's just a little smaller there yeah it was so we did make our way back out to newburyport brewing and definitely a big difference from riverwalk yeah much sure. much much smaller just a much smaller facility they do much less beer i think uh riverwalk does 
Uh, R- Riverwalk was a 30-barrel brew house, according to their website. And then Newburyport, 23 barrels. So not much smaller, but their their tap room was smaller. Yeah, the tap sure. room is much smaller, and the square footage is much smaller. I think mm-hmm. the difference was something like... 80- Over 10,000 square feet. Yeah, uh, Riverwalk's facility is like 20,000 square feet, and Newburyport is down at like 8,300 or something, 8,500. So it's it's half, less than half as large. Well, and just just to jump in real quick, the Riverwalk, there was a lot of dead space in that brewery space too. Oh, definitely. So there's, I mean, they were in a spot where they, you know, the the rental space or whatever, however that works, I don't know if they own it or not, but, you know, the space that they're taking up is definitely made for growth, for sure. Yeah, yeah, or like just a house stock, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, there was just a lot of empty floor space in that brewery. Yeah. So, um... At Newburyport Brewing, we got lucky and we showed up right as like the live music was getting set up and kicked off. So we uh, we grabbed everybody grabbed a flight. We parked it inside. We were kind of tired of getting burnt by the sun all day, uh, and so we didn't go outside. They do have an outside space. the The inside's pretty tight. Um, there wasn't a whole lot of seating in there, but they have a good amount of, I guess, beer garden seats outside. Yeah, there's a lot of picnic tables. Yeah, a good amount of picnic tables. We stayed inside again, like nowhere near as much as Riverwalk. We were lucky enough, stayed inside, caught some of the live music, listened to that, ran through some flights. I would say for beer, their beer variety wasn't as much as Riverwalk, but I did end up, I had like a lager, a stout, a couple IPAs, one being their, uh, I guess their flagship, which is the Greenhead double IPA. They got the logo plastered on, the the Greenhead logo they have for the beer, they got plastered on a lot of their merchandise. Yep. Which is a Greenhead bug, it's like the fly, right? The yeah, yeah. Well, and obviously they made it beer themed, so it's like a hop cone that is it's a, fly. a fly. Yeah, and uh, the overall kind of vibe of their merchandise was that there wasn't that much of it. I think it was better than Riverwalk for sure, but I think uh, I think they were switching out seasons or something because they had everything that was like, hey, we're trying to get rid of this, trying to get rid of this, get whatever's left on sale for twenty percent off or whatever it was. They were trying to clear house a little bit, um, so maybe they'd have more at another time. We just didn't see that much while we were there. Uh, for the beers, though, I mean, I I like their stout the best out of all the, the ones that I had had. Uh, I think the other ones, everything was pretty, like, average in terms of the lagers and IPAs, but I thought that stout had a really, really nice taste to it. It's good, like, roasty, chocolatey flavor. Yeah, that was the Joppa, right, or Joppa, or whatever. Yeah, however you J-O-P-P-A. pronounce it. Yeah, yeah the, I don't know how you pronounce that. The Joppa stout, Joppa stout, I'm sure we're saying it wrong, whatever it is. You're from Maine, you should know better than me. I'm going to say it with a what? Philly accent. The Philly accent's gonna get it way wrong. Joppa, <laughs> Joppa Stout. Yeah, the the beer that I liked most from them was the Tall Boy, Tall Buoy, Tall Buoy. Buoy, but you keep calling it the Buoy, Buoy, Buoy. <laughs> Tall Buoy IPA. Um, which it was uh, about six and a half percent New England IPA, and that was that was really good. I I had gone through basically everything else in the flight. And got to that one. That was the last one I had, and I I definitely liked that one the most. But yeah, I mean, I I think their variety was okay. It wasn't phenomenal. It wasn't. I they they may not have the capacity to have a, a wide variety of stuff, but they also were kind of doing uh, nuanced differences between things more so than like strict you know style differences. Yeah, when you have a bunch of IPAs, if you only have eight to ten beers on your list, and you have a number of IPAs on there. You're trying to IPAs and pails and yeah, and really dial in like, oh, this one has these hops. This one has a little bit different of a malt bill, as opposed to just changing styles. Which 
yeah, some people appreciate that, right? If they if IPAs make sales, so you have all your different nuanced IPAs. Right. One thing I did want to mention though is when we uh, came when we first went it came in. I don't know if you remember this, but we walked in. It was super bright out, and then it was kind of darker on the darker side once you walked in. And you know when you do that, you know how you like your eyes have to adjust to like yeah. super bright out, and then you get in. It's super dark. You can't see what's going on. You're like trying to adjust. So as the light, my eyes adjust. The light starts to pick up, and I'm looking around. People, almost everybody in there, turned and looked at us when we walked in. Did you notice that? And it it felt more like a Sunday, early, like you're at a brewery on Sunday at two o'clock in the afternoon. It felt way more like that at Newburyport Brewing than it did after the race, obviously because we were right, the race. right. But it was, it just had that like towny vibe and like yeah. you want. It's like you walked into the wrong dive bar, you know, and like yes. everybody knows each other well, and they all look at you like, what the hell are you doing here? When we walked in too, these two, it's dog friendly, right? So bring your dogs in, even though it's a small brewery. I'm actually yeah. like a small tap room. I'm really surprised they can get away with that in that small of a space. There's these two dogs and like. When we walked in, they were playing, but then they started going ham. Like, they were laying into each other. And the, the one guy can't control his dog, and the other guy just doesn't give a crap. So he's just, like, letting it happen. <laughs> These dogs are just... And so there's all this noise happening. We just walked in. We look super awkward because everybody else there knows each other. Yeah. All or at least people. it felt like... It felt yeah, it was like, bizarre. You're right. It was weird. It was weird. It Because well, they're all, like, like, bro bumping the bartender. <laughs> yeah. And we're like, one flight, please. <laughs> yeah, right. We're probably like a bunch of nerds. Yeah. Well, and, and that was another thing too. And I don't. I'm not trying to harp on this too much, but um, and I'm sure it's different. Like if you're in there when it's packed, or like if you're in there on any other, they probably have their Sunday regulars and stuff like that. But when we went up and we were ordering, it was like conversations stopped and waited until we were done ordering <laughs> before they kicked back up. You know what I mean? Like they we waited to hear them. what we were gonna order, and we were maybe interrupting their conversation with the bartender or whatever. But it was it like went quiet around us, and it was like everybody was listening to what we were gonna order. It was it was interesting because but we're, we're influencers. They I wanted guess, to know yeah. what the right choice was. Yeah, that's exactly what they had written yeah. all over their faces. Yes, yes. yeah. Look at these influencers. <laughs> Uh, but I think the the dog thing is cool. I actually there's only been a couple breweries that I've been to that there's actually been active like just you'll let your dogs in. People just have dogs in there, and being a dog owner myself, I'm pretty pro like let your dogs in when you can, especially if you don't have a lot of food. Which they they didn't. They had like bags of chips and like pretzels and stuff. But when you don't have a lot of food, you don't have a kitchen. There's no reason why, if you do it right, you can't just allow dogs in, right? There's certain yeah. places that won't allow that because of health code it's and health all that code, stuff. Right. But I feel like when it comes to a tap room, the, depending on what you're providing for services, the, the idea of bringing dogs in shouldn't really go against anything that, that's happening in there. I mean, it, it your finishes and stuff might want to be tailored to that too but um i thought that was cool when we walked in and saw dogs that was i was like happy about that i was happy yeah so i think uh do a quick rundown on the scores uh for me the beer since it was kind of a shorter list and honestly most of them just weren't like really standout beers i gave them a three i like the stout but the other ones were like pretty mediocre even for without much variety and what they did have was like not something i'm going to run out and buy I really didn't want to take anything home. The space itself, it was pretty tight. We did say they had the the live music kicked off, which was actually pretty great. And I think for like a small divey bar, I think you got the idea, right? It's almost like a dive bar that's not 
downtown. It seems like a removed dive bar. So maybe that's maybe that's more of the vibe. So maybe a Sunday afternoon was the wrong time to go. Maybe on a Thursday night or Friday night, it feels more like a bar, like a music venue. And I think that would be pretty sweet. But I did. I gave him a three. I mean, there's really not much going on. There's really not even that much seating in there. So you're you're pretty limited. You just mentioned about the food. We talked about the service. <laughs> there was there was maybe two bartenders, but like the one dude was just like running around. Like he wasn't serving anybody. I think he was confused by the dogs running around. He was just trying to like keep the place under control. Yeah, it was almost. It felt almost like. And I don't know this. I don't know the answer to this. But it, it just felt to me like maybe there was only one bartender on but then another bartender was there drinking like on his off day yeah and he was like he like wasn't working but he was like oh this is a mess yeah he was like kind of helping a little bit yeah <laughs> it was it, you're right i i didn't really think about that but he was kind of like milling about but he didn't have like a, a work shirt on yeah you know? he, he was wasn't just it was, there. he was just like all of a sudden he's i thought he was drinking at the bar and all of a sudden he's behind the bar right i, I don't know i don't know and uh adds to the townie vibe i guess yeah <laughs> it adds it, to the uh, dive bar vibe. right right so i i gave him a two on that i had to ding him like there was no food they had uh, chips and bag pretzels or something and uh, they were they were kind of a mess <laughs> and then uh merchandise i think the merchandise was it was okay i think if they probably have like some more and better stuff i, I their greenhead logo, I actually did. I, I like it. It's like a good twist. To use. Everybody just throws a hop cone on their logo. Hey, you got to work it in somehow, right? I think they did a good job with the, the bee. Uh, or not a bee. The greenhead. Greenhead. It's a, it's a fly. It looks like a bee. Whatever. The greenhead fly. So I gave him a three on the merchandise. So my total score was an 11, which is, as we discussed last time, in lengthy detail on our scoring system so if you need any if you need yes the you can, you can on that see see the previous episode for a previous episode being breakdown bone up. the bone up brewing episode gives more detail than austin ever wanted to give detailed breakdown on how this score works but an 11 is one shy of the middle middle being a 12 right and the middle being meets expectations meets what you would expect to to experience if you wanted I wanted to a little more a brewery. I feel like they actually have a pretty good reputation. I, I was more familiar with Newburyport Brewing Company than I was with Riverwalk at the beginning Same. of the summer. Same. So to kind of have, at least me personally, to have my expectations flipped was pretty revealing. So what did you score in Newburyport? I, I'm actually similar to you on, on most of these. I had three on the, the beer variety quality. Same idea. I mean, the list wasn't that long. I think we said eight taps. That was something that, you know, that there's limitations when you can only have eight taps or however you want to look at it. But if you've got eight taps and you've got four different iterations of an IPA or a pale ale or some kind of hoppy beer, um, and then you've got one stout and it was, I can't remember. Do you remember what the ABV of the stout was? But it was seven. Right. It was a little higher. Yeah. um, But not super high. But it, you know, if you've only got one stout and stuff, I I'm fine with it, but it's not blowing me away, right? That's kind of what I'm getting at. So and that's I think why they had they had like one sour on the list. I think. Yeah, there was the the Yankee Blue, which was it looked like it was it's a small batch. It was okay. kind of one of their specialty like small batch that they would just put on because the their placard right up on the board was different for that beer uh, versus all the other yeah. ones. So they either had just written it or because it was special, they they did a different like kind of look to it, but. I not saying it was bad, but I think three, you know, meeting expectations. It's what you'd expect if you went into a tap room. It just didn't blow me away. I also rated a three for atmosphere at a 
Batman vibe. Just because, I mean, there was that weird moment in the beginning. It wasn't weird after that. It wasn't like we went in and we were just con- we were being glared at the whole time. No, nah, we didn't get beat that, up. Yeah, it was that first. It, it was just that first <laughs> reaction, right? We made friends with that drunk mom too. Yeah, there was this family that came in and they were they 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 were like a bunch of kids our age, right? Like late twenties. And they brought their mom for some reason on a brewery tour who had never even drank beer. Yeah, she even said, she's like, I'm not a beer drinker. She's I don't like, drink beer. I just drink, you know, Pinot Grigio. And we're like, okay. <laughs> and she made, just made conversation with us like we weren't even, like we were with them. Yeah. She just kind of turned and was like, okay, what are you guys doing? What is that? You guys yeah. know your beer? Boom, boom, boom. Right. Yeah, she was our best friend. Um, so it was fun to actually make yeah make friends with somebody so the vibe was cool yeah and i i liked the so having the live music was good the guy was actually pretty cool it was a one one man band right he's playing guitar i yeah, think the, it was guitar right it was it well wasn't like, it was like a heavily mo- he he first had a guitar then he flipped over to this like homemade banjo thing right that's what that's what was confusing so and then he was also like stomping on this board that was making yeah. percussion noise it was really yeah. cool and it was it a, was a stomp box it was the, they, that's what it said on the side of it. Oh, he called it a stomp he, box. He labeled it the stomp box. Cool. I think the with a D-A, the uh, stomp box. The stomp box. Yeah. I, and he was from like the Midwest or something too. So it was cool. To, and they had a whole chart on the side of all the live music that they had coming yep. up. So that that intrigues me a little bit. That'd be cool to go back and see some of that stuff maybe at night. <laughs> We're right, not, not Sunday afternoon. Going in on, and seeing all those groups of Sunday afternoon drinkers. But, um, <laughs> Which is now us. Right. As we approach middle age, is right. now us. We're going to be the ones doing that. So I gave him a three for that one. Service and food. I actually, I wrote a two and a half. Oh, you, you can't do I it. I did another half. You can't ding him down to a two. No, I mean, I can. It hurts. It hurts. But I, I wanted to give a two and a half because there was there was nothing wrong, right? It wasn't bad, but it, I, I wish that there was a little bit more... In terms of like just service, like it just there was one that one bartender he really wasn't paying attention. Yeah, he, he performed fine. You know, he was nice enough, but he wasn't like making an effort to make you feel welcome or like. Yeah, he didn't not, give suggestions. We were like, we're gonna do a flight, and he's like, what do you want? Right. Yeah. Exactly. And I'm like, ah, uh, give me a minute now. Right. Um, but then he stood there and was like, okay, I'm just gonna stand. Yeah, <laughs> nothing wait to until offer. You pick. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so that I I think that you're you're hitting it better than I am. It's just it didn't feel like meets expectations right? yeah i wanted like a little a more down below but i i couldn't go down to two um just because there really wasn't enough there but whatever two and a half so merch i gave three so i basically did average 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 yeah i i gave him an average and i i agree i think the logo was a little bit more creative than like riverwalk would be but it still fits into that that you know channel of creative with a hop cone or something yeah. like that and that's not their main logo their main logo was the mbp it's just their letters yeah and like or a M- funny shape it's kind of like a shield shape yeah mpb whatever it's four letters it's four letters it looks like a shield report they nbpt nbpt yeah mpbt whatever so but that i kind of like that logo and there was that one one thing that stuck out to me was those uh like they were almost they were flannels but they were like the the work shirts, right? Oh yeah. So it was like almost like what the brewers' yeah. like outfit was. Yeah, yeah. Right? It was like it was like a, your brewing shirt if you got to be brewing in like late fall. Right, and you had like it was a blue and white yeah uh, flannel like a the the plaid uh, shirt, which was pretty cool because 
as as you know, Austin, I'm a big plaid guy. I'm a big flannel guy. Matt loves his flannel. You have any on right now? No flannel on. I mean, it's not a really good summer thing. Yeah, it's a little like tough to wear. Right. <laughs> but <laughs> I, I have a ton of flannels. I'm a big flannel guy. Do we count the dates? Today is September 1st, so it might officially be flannel season. There were last night we had the windows open. <laughs> so we're, we're in New Hampshire. We have the windows open. The people have fires going. We just we had the fans in the windows yeah, blowing that nice cool so like late summer cool air at night coming in. It was just awesome. That I'm just I I'm vividly just every time remember like everything that comes with fall. Like yeah, all of the going to freaking football games at night and stuff like in high school and all that so i i start to really get into it yeah and that's when flannel season starts. flannel season <laughs> starts it's a few more months until beanie season that's also equally important yeah that's true that but flannel true. season can start a little earlier <laughs> okay so what's your total, total score my total score was 12 and a half 12 and a half so we're gonna say uh, we're not doing three quarters here we'll so, call them 12 12 so 12 Expect expectations. They mm-hmm. they pass. They they're like, thanks for showing up. Yeah, and I again, I'm not I, upset at you. The 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 problem with going on Sunday is not that it's a problem, but the the issue that we ran into with the time we chose to go and you know provide these ratings, right? Is yeah. that we did it on a Sunday afternoon. If you're gonna go to any of these tap rooms, usually it's gonna be you know a Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday night, or like a Saturday day. So like a sa- Sunday afternoon is just. You know, maybe it, it would be in the in the peak of summer would be a little bit more busy, but I, I feel like that's one of those days where they're not really on their game. They're yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. I mean, so w- for a Sunday afternoon, they got a rating of a 12. Yeah. <laughs> right. Are you doing the third race in this series? Supposed to. Matt's going to do the third, the third race in the series. So anybody, you still got time to come on out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, say, if you can find us. Say hello. Say hello to Austin, Austin you're and not Matt. going. Are you going? Uh, well, I'm not running. Were you going to go? I'm always good at showing up. Okay. Show I show up. up. All right. I can hang out. Yeah, and and if you can come out, run the race. You don't have to run the race. But, but come spectate the race, cheer on the runners, and then grab a beer in Riverwalk. And if you can find us and figure out the jackasses that run this podcast, if you can figure out who we are and kind of come up and say, hey, I listen to your podcast, you win a six-pack of, what is it, Cold Snap? <laughs> there's one left. One. There's, oh, a, there's a Cold Snap them. in the fridge. Oh, I told you, Damn. I gave them to so a bunch of middle-aged women. Snap. There's a bunch of middle-aged women who clean oh, me out. that's right. That's yeah. Right. So you get one Cold Snap. Yep, there's one Cold Plus Snap. Plus a hearty handshake from both <laughs> of us. You get a Cold Snap. And a shout-out, clearly, on the next podcast, yep. because that would be the yep. highlight of the race. And yeah, that that would be that would be huge to identify uh, two goofy white kids in a sea of goofy white kids. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It wasn't there wasn't a lot of kids running this race. It was a lot of there, I actually Jen made a comment specifically about this, how it felt like there was a lot of people our age. Sorry, uh, starting at our age, but mostly like mid like early to mid 30s like it was like almost like a yeah dude older group that's it that's new hampshire like, races man new yeah, hampshire races weird. are all it, middle-aged women what i'm used to that's, yeah that's my target audience but it right was there. a great group like they were it was like really happy like kind of that's why my wife won <laughs> she came in first for her age group here's here's and not for overall the the middle-aged and older women whooped her 
But in the in the mid twenties, women, she was the best. There was nine people in my age group, men in my age group. Nine. Wow, nine. How many total runners were there? Was there like three hundred? Um, I think I think it was like approaching four hundred. I don't. Okay, so that's more than the fall than the spring. The spring race had about two fifty. Yeah. Yeah, it just blew my mind though when you've got that many people, and I think my age group is nineteen to twenty nine. I think that's my age group. So like, how there was only nine people in my age wow, group. Wow, that yeah. was kind of crazy. And I took fourth out of the nine. <laughs> so, hey, average. above above average, <laughs> slightly above average. And I felt like I was gonna die. <laughs> I had come out to the Newburyport event the day after going to a music festival in Middlebury, Vermont. The reason I went to the music festival is because I thought it was a cider festival and I got duped. I thought I was going to... Well, it was because of the title, right? It's called Cider Stock. And I was like, great, sign me up. And then I found out 311 was going to be the headliner at this festival. I was like, that's hilarious. Definitely got to go to this. And awesome. And awesome. It's like, it's awesome and hilarious. Because you're like, wow, I didn't even know they still existed. And that is from my early childhood. Uh, It was actually just a music event that was at Woodchuck's Brewery. Uh, So it was only Woodchuck's. Is it a brewery? Or is it a cidery? I don't know. What do you call it? I don't know. I feel like we should know this. But it was at Woodchuck. Woodchuck it was Cider. at Woodchuck. It was, <laughs> it was at Woodchuck. Uh, they had one beer from Otter Creek, and everything else was their cider, which honestly I was not a big fan of. But whatever. It was still a pretty good time. It was way out there in Middlebury, Vermont, though. There was a lot of people. People were having a great time. People were getting wasted on cider, which is kind of like getting wasted on like Prosecco. So, like, you got to be a little cautious with that, right? Too much cider. That's so sugary. I, I can't do that. And uh, but it was a good event, so I think they do it every year. So if you're going out in that area next year, uh, it's in like mid-August, I think usually. Check that out. It was it was pretty good. I, even though we were only, it was a long hike for us, and we were only there for like the the headliner three eleven and the group right before, which was uh, Moon Taxi. Um, They've been everywhere lately. Have they? I feel like I've seen Moon Taxi popping up. All on right, different shows. all right, yeah. They were they were okay. They were funny because they only had I think they only have like one album's worth of music, and they had to play for like an hour, so they didn't actually have enough. So they just did a bunch of Rage Against the Machine songs, which totally is different. Like they didn't like do them in their style. They just like did a straight cover of them, which was really strange to like bounce between those two styles of music. <laughs> Every other song, all of a sudden was much more intense and heavy than their like jam band kind of vibe but uh coming up we're going to the salem 10k race actually which is run by the same group that does the cambridge 5k so we talked about that back in the spring they do a bunch of runs throughout the year this uh last year was the first time they did the salem one that was a 10k and they usually partner with Notch, and Notch is right there in Salem. So I think that's kind of how this evolved. So that's a week from now, so I probably will not edit this in time. So you probably will get zero advance warning. But maybe we'll talk about it on the next one. <laughs> we'll tell you about it and recap it. And recap After it. the fact. Absolutely. I also wanted to talk about White Birch because we've talked about them literally every episode. I'm oh, going I'm, I'm to get their logo tattooed on my, <laughs> on my butt cheek. <laughs> So we went to, because we live in Nashua, as you 
probably know by now. And we made a point to go a few weeks ago. I can't remember exactly how long ago it was, but we went, uh, wanted to go check out the new space. They had just moved. I don't remember if we actually talked about this in one of the other uh, episodes, but they used to be in Hooksit. We did talk about that. They yeah. were in this kind of old, it was an you, old car dealership, yeah, right? It was a car and dealership. It was, it was interesting. It was kind of like run down, kind of weird. Yeah, it was a little bit. But it was also kind of charming at the same time because you go in, you get to talk to actually the brewer, and then he had some of his old equipment sitting there, and it was just you could tell it was small. He, you know, he really no frills. He wasn't really putting a lot of effort into marketing it, really, or like really putting effort into making things that were more mainstream and that people really wanted. He was just doing what he wanted, right? So that that kind of had that charm to it. Found out that they moved to Nashua. So we obviously took advantage of that. When we were out and about one day, we just popped over and grabbed a flight and then had a little bit of, I think it was like popcorn or something. I can't remember. It was like we had some, some you know, bar bites and started chatting with the bartender and found out that you know the the history of the place is actually that the the previous owner who owned it and hooks it sold to his brother and now his brother is the one that's running the show and and they were the ones that made the decision to move to from hooks it to nashua they've grown into this space and they've got you know kind of more of a reinvigorated beer list and it was actually a really cool spot and i, I think i want to save that conversation for when yeah, we actually I need to still go. go. I yeah. haven't gone yet. So so we're definitely going to have to do that um, sometime in the next uh, few months. But I it, the space was really cool. The people were nice. And it, it really reinvigorated my idea of White Birch because it was this rundown car dealership. Yeah. I, that was what I pictured. It was like garage brewing. Of, right. You know? it, it felt to me like glorified home brewing in a good way, not, not like – Oh, that's disgusting. But it was like just, you know, he was doing what he wanted. But now they've kind of reinvigorated it. They're really trying a bunch of different stuff. They're still keeping to some of the old recipes, which was really cool to see. But they're making sure the quality's there and they're not focusing too heavily into one region. So they're they're keeping it so that you can go in and have a beer and they can meet the expectations of people that just kind of make their way in that might not be like uber beer experts that just want to come in with their kids you know a little more have, approachable. have a bite and yeah right so i just i just wanted to throw that out there because that was really right, cool so to go in there that's on our list to, do it. to hit ups coming up soon yeah so so that was fun another um, another one we want to do a quick shout out we went to a lamp lighter in cambridge mm-hmm. and uh we're going to do an episode on that coming up soon uh we kind of jammed in a few breweries throughout the summer here so we got some backlog to catch up on for sure yeah, and I, and I got myself a new drinking hat. Matt got a new drinking hat. He's wearing it right now. Yeah. Oh, he looks so clean. He's like <laughs> a new good. man. I'm going to make sure this one is only for drinking, and I'm not going to Yeah, you got to have your sweaty one, and then you're going to have your drinking one. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so for, uh, for the Any Beer Geeks, uh, this is Austin. And I'm Matt. And uh, we'll catch you guys next time. Yeah, well, White Birch, right? Yes. Talk about White Birch again.